Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Well, good morning. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Apologies for being late on yesterday's episode. I was traveling and I misjudged just how exhausting that would be for me. You'd think I'd learned my lesson after years of traveling and always feeling like garbage when I get home, but no, I refuse to. Either way, thanks for bearing with me as we get back in the swing of things. Two days ago now, I was talking about the idea of learning how to read a room and to become more aware of the moods and the changes so that ideally we can be more comfortable in social settings and other people can be more comfortable with us in social settings, which is typically a win-win. But if you're someone with heightened sensitivity or you're hyper aware of other people and you have some anxiety or intrusive thoughts, the idea of reading a room is something that might come naturally for you. So if you are like me, you might actually be more hypervigilant. And because hypervigilance can manifest in a lot of different ways for everybody, I figured I would share some of the common ways that it presents itself so we can stay aware of our hyper-awareness. That way it's not taking over our enjoyment of an experience. Hypervigilance might be a more literal response to being startled, because if you had a traumatic childhood you're alert and ready for changes in the atmosphere or in the sound of things or in the volume of people so you can be prepared and ready if there is a potential threat or danger. This can lead to you seeming jumpy. It can also mean that you have some difficulty relaxing or letting go. Hypervigilance can make it really difficult to let your guard down, which means even when I am on vacation, everything is caught up on. I have every reason to relax 
I can still find it nearly impossible to fully unwind in a way that feels good and relaxing and fulfilling. I have found myself the type of person that is constantly doing something else while I'm supposed to be relaxing. Even when I'm watching TV at the end of a long day, I find myself wanting to color or text somebody or scroll Instagram or play with my video games or be productive in some way like fold laundry or clean. I think this is why I get hung up on the concept of practicing our vacation, because then we don't get stuck with ourselves when we end up on a vacation we spend all our hard-earned money and planning on and don't actually enjoy it because we don't know how to relax. I'm speaking from personal experience here. It's the whole concept, everywhere you go, there you are. So if you're in a hypervigilant state all the time, you can't really outrun it. Basically, hypervigilance is this heightened state of alertness and sensitivity to our potential threats or the dangers in the environment or in our social experiences. And while it often stems from a past traumatic experience, it also can slowly manifest in those of us who have chronic stress or anxiety. There might not be one exact event that caused us to be hypervigilant, but it might be a far more complex and nuanced series of events that got us here. Regardless, research has shown that this hypervigilant state can have significant impacts on our mental health and our well-being. And I feel like we should talk about the neuroscience of it for a second so we can understand the mechanisms that happen before we dig into the ways we can redirect it. We've talked about our amygdala before, which is a brain structure involved in our emotional processing. And if we are hypervigilant, that means our amygdala is also hyperactive. This can lead us to exaggerating the perceived threats. And because of our hypersensitivity to our environment, we're perceiving threats way more often than most people are because we've had past experiences where those things either shift on a dime or we weren't paying enough attention to the shifts in the first place. And being constantly on edge and alert is exhausting. And because those intrusive, worrisome thoughts are on loop in our brain, we don't really have an opportunity or time or energy to concentrate on or think about anything else. And it can be really difficult to cope with this state of hypervigilance, but there are strategies that can help us find balance and reduce the impact of these anxieties on our daily life. And you know I can't do any of this without talking about mindfulness techniques, Because honestly, it's the only thing that's ever been consistently effective for me in getting out of these states of hypervigilance. But learning how to feel grounded and more present and conscious of your current mind-body connection can help you genuinely learn how to regulate these heightened states of awareness. But it can also redirect us and give us the confidence we need to realize that even if shit does pop off and go terribly for us, we are going to be able to handle it. And more importantly, it reminds us that the emotionally regulated version of ourselves is the most capable and safe version of ourselves that should be showing up if the threats do become real. The point is, as useless and pointless and boring as it can seem, practicing mindfulness techniques and meditation and deep breathing exercises and all of those grounding exercises can eventually begin to create a foundation of peace and foster a sense of calm that a lot of us haven't experienced in a while. But I will say, even the most powerful mindfulness techniques and strategies and commitment to that cannot overcome justified hypervigilance. So if you are in an unsafe environment and are surrounded by unsupportive humans, the best coping mechanisms in the world cannot change the reality of that. 
So ideally, there is a way to reduce your exposure to those triggers or people and a way that you can slowly and eventually create a community of people who do respect your boundaries, who understand you and are empathetic and kind. And ideally, with enough time in those environments that are safe, our hyper-awareness will decrease and our sense of security will increase. And when I suggest things like mindfulness practice and meditation, it won't sound like a big old joke. Because it isn't once you are in a safe place to practice it in a way that lets you prioritize yourself and the intensity of this internal work. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bet. Bye, cutie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.